You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. It's Bilal Bakani and Daniel Shahori here with The Express. Daniel, of course, my second favorite Daniel. And WWE Fastlane is shaping up to be, well, more like a speed bump. Daniel, how are you doing? Very good. This is not my second favorite favorite by a long uh, shot. But uh, yes, it, it, it feels like a, I'm doing great, first of all. Thank you. Uh, but this seems like a, quite the unnecessary pay-per-view. So, yeah, before we go into all the matches, let, let's just take a little bit of an overview. Uh, in terms of this card, I look at it. Apollo might take the Intercontinental Championship. I think that's fair to say. Yep. But otherwise, you know, the Fiend might show up. But yep. I, I just don't think anything else significant is going to happen, Daniel. Um, no, there might, okay. there, there might be something to the finish of the Reigns-Brian match where okay. that, that – could possibly lead to a triple threat of Mania. That's uh, what I'm... Okay, so let's talk about that. You do have Roman Reigns defending his Universal Championship against Daniel Bryan. This should be the main event unless they really want to push Alexa Bliss. <laughs> we'll get into that later. Main event on, on which night? Well, I meant for, for Fastlane. I'm not even getting into WrestleMania at this oh, point. Sorry. So, right, 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 yeah. So, uh, okay. So you brought up a very, very good point there, which is a better tease than I was ever going to do. This could set up a triple threat. We certainly haven't seen the other Uso, so that's a factor. Uh, it's not even on the website, but I believe Edge is the special enforcer, referee, whatever here. I don't know why they wouldn't plug that bigger here. So you could set up a triple threat, Dan. I, I, I hope, I really, really hope that's the case, but I have a feeling that they're just going to go Roman and Edge here. Like, uh, I'm hopeful. Do you? you yeah. You'd rather see the one-on-one versus that? Triple threat? Well, look, okay, so let's even jump past that. At the end of the day, Roman will win this match, and Roman yes. should win the match in Mania. I just think that's, like, you know, you brought up a great point, but I think at the end of the day, they're not going to mess with this Roman Reigns thing. That, that's where they're going to go. Roman is going to retain the title mm-hmm. after this pay-per-view. Whether he wins or how he wins is exactly Something fishy's coming. I will say, if this main events, I will expect something great, if it doesn't main event, I will expect sort of the standard affair. I think that's how I'm going to look at this one. Okay. So let's move on to the standard of standard affairs. For some reason, the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax, are defending again for the second straight pay-per-view against Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair, who don't really seem to even realize this is for the tag team titles. Dan, there's no way these titles change hands. There's absolutely no way. Really? I don't know, man, because I, I feel like it doesn't matter. <laughs> the, the same team has the same storyline. These mm-hmm. partners that don't get along and probably are going to end up fighting each other mm-hmm. uh, soon. Uh, so who? Wh- why not? I mean, there's not neither team should have it. Uh, there could they could do uh, maybe check the scenario. Maybe they, they could do something where uh Sasha and um, Bianca Bianca win this. Mm-hmm. And then at Mania, they have to defend the titles on one night and then fight each other on a second night. Like, who knows, right? Okay. I think you're being more creative than WWE, though. I don't think they're smart enough to do that. I, I just don't think they're going to do it. And I think realistically, Sasha and Bianca is going to be one of the main events, right? Like, Bianca's the Royal Rumble winner. 
You've got Edge, the other Rumble winner. Those should be your two main events on the two nights. And you've got Natalia and Tamina, who just decimated everyone on SmackDown. And, you know, you've got some yeah. other teams. I, I think what's going to happen, and, and I, I, I hope I'm wrong, to be honest. You, you let Nia and Shayna barely keep these titles. You put them in some sort of multi-woman fatal four-way thing where you get Natalia and Tamina. <clears throat> you maybe give Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose a shot because they're still around. You maybe grab it. Well, I guess you don't need a team from NXT now because they have their own women's tag team titles. And explicit- oh, they're not going anywhere near that. Yeah, so they're, they're, they've separated that, which is probably good. That's but, probably what they're going to do. Yeah, I, I, I just I think that's what's going to happen because I, I think they want to market Sasha and Bianca, and I think they're not clever enough to convolute that with two matches. I, it would be, to be honest, I would give them more credit if they did that, but I don't think they're going to do that. I agree with you. I think they're going to do what you said. But hey, I give you credit. Once again, Dan, you and I, thinking beyond where WWE would. It's um, not hard, man. No, it's not hard at all. Yeah. Uh, but two characters who they've done a pretty good job with are the Intercontinental Championship uh, champion, Biggie mm-hmm. and Apollo Crews. They're going to go one-on-one for that title. This one's very, very interesting to me, Dan, because this Crews character is so rehabilitated and they've yeah. already established Biggie. So I feel like they have to give Apollo this title um, or maybe do a non-finish to give him it at Mania. But eventually Apollo has to be the Intercontinental Champion. 100%. I don't see why they should wait uh, unless you... I mean, I don't know what you do with Big E for Mania. Mm-hmm. This, you know, I think I remember we talked about it the night that it happened when mm-hmm. uh, Kofi and Big E had that segment backstage many, many months ago. I said, mm-hmm. no, this is your turn. This is your yeah. time. Uh, I think they've passed up on that time. Or do you think it's still coming? No, I because think it's I still coming. I, I think they've alluded on Talking Smack, which I watch religiously, that Big E by next year he is going to be at Mania. I think he said that, or Paul Heyman has said that. So I think it's, there's a long build there. But if that's I, true, amazing. I hope that's yeah. true. Like, I hope that's the case. So here's, you know, if I was going to predict it exactly, Apollo gets the win here. You keep Big E in this program for Mania. You slap in a Shinsuke Nakamura, who we'll get to in a few moments here. And you throw in a Sami Zayn or somebody, and you build out a fatal four-way. And, you know, you make Apollo look good. You keep Big E in the conversation of the Intercontinental Championship. And then after Mania, maybe you start to bring him up the card, have him feud his way up uh, to a Royal Rumble win next year. I think that's the best case scenario here for both characters. Well, I hope they, uh, that would be fantastic. Now watch them screw it up. <laughs> Another thing they've screwed up is Drew McIntyre. Go ahead. Sorry, I would, I would like that because if they had done that this year, which is what I was hoping they were going to do, mm-hmm. maybe it would have been too calculated. It would have been like, okay, you called it. And now. But so if they did that next year, I would be ecstatic. Yeah, no, I, I don't think there's anyone on the horizon who I would want to see more in a rumble win position than Big E. Sure. Um, I, I think he'd be the best at this point. And, and, you know, hopefully somebody emerges, but the way they fumbled even Keith Lee, where he's not, you know, and I know there's probably a health issue there, you know, it does make you wonder, are they even capable of doing this with anyone else at the same level? And to be honest, I don't think they are. So let's hope it's Big E, right? What's next on that card? Next up is Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. That's a no holds card match. Now, look, this is really convoluted because we already know that McIntyre is getting that shot at Bobby Lashley. So, and they've already done the Sheamus match. So, I I just assume you give this to Drew because you do not want to set up a triple threaded mania. No, and especially when the you know it's this it's the same storyline with 
Edge and Daniel Bryan on the other show, uh, essentially, mm-hmm. is that maybe, like, again, as in, it's a foregone conclusion what the main event is already, but then you're, you're dangling something, uh, in this case, an option that you don't even want. I don't want to see it. I don't want, I don't want to see a, a three-way, mm-hmm. and I don't want to see Sheamus beat him for whatever reason. Uh, the, uh, there's no reason for it. I, I, I feel like I've seen this match already 20 times, and it's only been twice. Yeah, no, and look, the, the other issue with this is if you go down the triple threat route, Sheamus will probably have to help McIntyre, and then, oh, well, they're buddies again because they have to defend each other against the Hurt Business. And now you've totally undermined. The, and the sad part is, I, I, like, I look, I like the Lashley title run. I think it's pretty good. But I really think Sheamus and Drew was the match they should have done at Mania. They could have done this Bobby Lashley-Miz thing after Mania. Like, I actually think they blew this. You know what I mean? They could have taken this rivalry and rode it out to WrestleMania as a world title program. And they've, they've kind of made a mess of everything. Like they've totally blown out the Miz and now he's going to probably be in a match with bad bunny and drew, you know, Damian priest along with John Morrison. Like they've totally been premature with all of this. Right. Uh, had they had done that exact thing at mania, I think that would have been better. You're right. That would yeah. have been, um, and then having uh, Lashley do what he did on the raw after mania. Yeah. It could have worked and it would have made more sense because why did the Miz need Bobby Lashley when he, McIntyre had already been in the Elimination Chamber? Yeah. That would have actually made more sense. But anyways, um, you, you mentioned the main event of Mania. Well, to be honest, Dan, there could be a different main event on Fastlane. It could be Randy Orton, the greatest wrestler of all time, against mm-hmm. Alexa Bliss and what will surely be the greatest match in WWE yeah. history. Undoubtedly, this will be the main event. Alexa yeah. should win. And, uh, you know, she about 25 minutes or so. Yeah. I just imagine a headlock um, <laughs> and Alexa can just switch characters during the headlock. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and, and this story has gotten so ridiculous. She can go from uh, fiend Alexa bliss or uh, firefly Funhouse Alexa bliss. She can debut a fiend Alexa bliss. She can go back to regular Alexa bliss. She can be Bray Wyatt for a second and just turn back into Alexa bliss. And we just don't see Bray again for another six months because this has been completely ridiculous. There'll probably be some black goo, um, I, I think okay, so the only, what do you think this really is? I, I, as much as I want to be facetious here, I think you've got to bring the fiend back here because right. uh, I, I do not want like look, Alexa, a new format or as he was. I don't even think it matters at this point. I think they've let this sit for so long that I, I don't even care. I honestly don't I think even if care. he's back exactly as he was before he was burnt alive, there's going to be some serious backlash. To that. I guess like he, he, should he come back as some sort of burnt character potentially? Um, but given how they treated Randy Orton when he got burnt, I think they'll just screw that up. So I'd almost rather or he's they something just... completely different. Yeah. Maybe he's the old Bray Wyatt, some version of that Wyatt. And, and then Alexa can be more of a sister Abigail. Possibly. Type, right? like I see him with knowing that person, not that I know that person, mm-hmm. but knowing what he's done in his career, mm-hmm. I feel he's going to want to do something new. Yeah, no, look, I, I would be all for that. Um, I, I think inevitably the main thing here is we do need some version of Bray Wyatt back because yes. I do not want to see 20 minutes of Randy Orton applying chin locks no, I'm just to kidding. Alexa gonna be, Bliss. It's not gonna be, they're not going to touch. They're not going to do that. <laughs> I, yes. I, you know what? Anything is possible. Like, they're not going to have a match. I, look, for, they did. For, they, for five minutes. They did Reginald and Sasha Banks not long ago. So 
don't be so sure. Like there's a there's a decent chance they just just like there's a decent chance this is on Reginald paper. Reginald was never intended to get any offensive, right? Well, Reginald Rand- was there to sell for Sasha. But Fair enough, what, but Alexa's is Randy got powers. Gonna sell for Alexa Bliss. Alexa's got powers. Maybe she can just duck and dodge, uh, like dodgeball, and oh. <laughs> can just go for twenty minutes. And okay. maybe Alexa puts the chin lock on Randy, and she just locks it. <laughs> I'm saying they're not going. They're not going to have a match. Probably not. What, whatever. Whatever is going to be revealed is going to be revealed when the bell rings. And they're not going to touch. Yeah, I will say I mean, for, for maybe con- she, mm. she'll get an RKO, but like there's not going to be nothing look anything's possible randy orton has rko'd uh nia jackson it was quite oh, a popular true. maneuver so that i don't i don't i don't see i that's all possible. the pieces are there like that's the thing yeah. with this i, I would he's give not him. gonna punch her in the face yeah probably not i think that's a yes. fair bet but uh yeah anything's on the table here i do again i just i need the fiend back if the fiend doesn't come back at this point like he's going to be fired or end up on nxt so oh, he, he, th- 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 this is it yeah, if this isn't it, I am sincerely worried about his uh, future endeavors. But anyway, or somebody new. Okay, if it's not the fiend, it's somebody else. Well, it's not like there's anyone available from the Wyatt family aside from Braun Strowman, who we'll get to in a moment at the end. So uh, right. it doesn't give you a lot of options, does it? No, Rowan is not going to come out. No, Rowan is, and yeah, you know, less like obviously we've lost Luke Harper. So, anyways, I'll move on from that because it's that's sad. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura is going to take on Seth Rollins. Uh, this seems to be a nice prelude to Cesaro at Mania. So Seth probably has to take the win here. 100%. It's a shame. Uh, on paper, hell. Uh, that, that, fun. It's, a dr- it's a dream match mm-hmm. on paper. But there's like, what, a two days build and you yeah. know the outcome? So it's not really a dream match. But you, you know what's funny about that, Dan, though? Like that SmackDown segment... I loved it. I loved Shin coming out. I, I loved him taunting him. I love the Seth out of the ring and then he gets dared back in the ring. Like you're right. If this had been given a proper, and I guess there's parts of the Cesaro thing, but if this had been given a month's build, like this would be a really hot program with these two guys. Yeah. Them fighting over something would, would have been cool. Right. But this shouldn't be like, like I would love to see a, a a pay-per-view 20-minute match with those two? Sure, I'd love mm-hmm. to. But this this shouldn't go over 10 minutes and because why? Yeah, no, no, I agree. There's not much build, and it'll be great, but yeah, keep it short and sweet, and then we can get, you know, probably a feature-length Cesaro match when you have those two nights to fill. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of nights to fill, uh, one of the filler matches here seems to be Riddle defending his United States Championship against Mustafa Ali, or Mustafa that's, Ali, I should that's say. That should be on the pre-show. Oh, yeah, I think that would be a good shout for the pre-show. You know, yes. I, this has been interesting because I, I give Ali a little bit of credit in terms of his backlash against Retribution and this story of like, well, he can get the job done, but these goobers can't do anything. And there's something to that. And Riddle's goofiness, uh, all controversies around him aside, we've talked about that countless times, like that thing he did on Raw where he just scootered past the middle of a Retribution huddle was kind of amazing in how stupid it was, but I, I laughed at it. So like, this should be okay. Um, it is very much a shame. We don't seem to be getting Ali and Kingston at WrestleMania. Maybe they find a way back to it, but um, I, I don't think that's going to happen. They might if he wins uh, tomorrow. Yeah. I could, or, so, or if you bring Kingston and Xavier out to make the save on an attack, that might but be. Don't the they have the tag belts right now? Yes. Yeah. So you know what? Yeah. It's not going to like, unless 
Ali and T-Bar want to get maybe you know yeah. what there may be a way to do it that, that gets pretty convoluted though like I think this, this was is not a priority yeah that, that's fair yeah. like I, I think Kofi and uh Xavier are probably going to end up going up against their hurt business enemies yes and I think that's probably a pre-show or early mania match I don't yes. think they really have anything else in the pipeline uh finally Dan I do want to talk about Braun Strowman mm-hmm. because this could very well be on the pay-per-view Braun and Shane it was then it wasn't Maybe they're saving it for Mania. God help us. Uh, what are your thoughts on this insane well, program? They're saving something with the two of them for Mania. Mm-hmm. This is can't be it. Uh, and it was too quick for it to be it. it you know, the Shane matches are are rare at this point, right? He's, mm-hmm. he's like the Undertaker. Yeah. But, but <laughs> he's, think that. He, you know what I mean? He comes back at Mania for big matches. He basically, he is. Uh, so I think this is whatever this is, is going to be drawn out, whether uh, it's a fake match and they have the real match of mania or mm. they somehow put their differences aside and become brains and bronze and be a team. Yeah. I think you get the mania match. Um, maybe there's something on this show where Shane during the pre-show or something decides to confirm the match and they put some crazy stipulation on it, like make it a, I don't know, climb the stage match or something. I have no idea. Um, it's just such a, huh, it's such a bad. It's so program. weird. This whole thing was so weird. But, but anyways, but yeah, I, I, I would don't have think ra- it's fully concocted yet. Yeah, no, it seems very slapped together. I would have rather yes. seen Braun and Adam Pierce win the tag team titles and have an odd couple tag team managed by Shane. Like that actually would have been hilarious because Shane could have bullied him, but or maybe not bullied him, but teased him, but because he's so powerful and because Braun's so powerful and because Pierce is actually a pretty competent wrestler, this could have been like a f- interesting odd couple tag team that was kind of, you know, face in terms of Braun kind of heel in terms of Shane, like, and Pierce is just like neutral. Like it would have been a very interesting dynamic. And I, I actually would have rather have seen that. Uh, and certainly you could have drawn the comparisons with Adam Pierce and that child Braun Strowman won the tag team title. So that that would have yes. been uh, Yes, that would have been classic. It's like, look, if I want a belt with a ch- with a child, then uh, Pierce, you better be able to hold up your side of the bargain. So that would have been good. Um, but that sort of wraps up this show, Dan. Any additional comments, thoughts, predictions of matches that might get hoyed on at the last second? Well, I always, every time uh, I think about that wrestling, I always think, uh, will we ever see Nicholas again? <laughs> Do you think that one day he, he will come back and they'll win the belts back? Um, you look, if, if Shane and Braun do have this mania match and maybe Shane forces Adam Pierce to be in his corner, maybe we get good old little Nick who's probably grown up by now. It's been so long. How long has uh, it been? I don't I feel like it's been a few years. So he was like maybe so was 10. He like 12 or 10. What was he? Yeah, he was like 10 or so. I don't know. He was 10 or 12. So maybe he's like a, a teenager or a grown man now. Um, but the thing is he would show up and we'd be like, I don't know who this dude is. And then the commentators would have to tell us. And maybe maybe he distracts Obviously. Shane, but, yeah, but, but Braun wouldn't need the help against Shane. So that's the thing. It's like this is always Braun just trying to you know crush Shane. I, it's yeah. So that's that's interesting. I'm sorry, um, I'm sorry I made you think about this first. No, no, it's, it's, it was interesting. I'm just trying to think what because this card doesn't have a bunch of matches. Uh, I think WWE will be tempted to throw something on. Could we see, for example, last night on SmackDown, we sort of saw an interesting. Fatal four-way developing around the tag team championships with the Street Profits, uh, the Dirty Dogs who are the champions, 
uh, Alpha Team, Team Alpha, whatever they're called, with uh, Otis and uh, Gable, and certainly the Mysterios. That would be pretty interesting to me, especially if it gets the Mysterios the title and they can go to Mania and defend the titles, and then you get the inevitable, they lose the titles at Mania, and, or maybe even they win the titles. And Mysterios should win the titles at Mania. That's a yeah. No. But what I ultimately—I'm not even too worried about what it, you know. If they win it, it'll be a moment. But what I ultimately want at Mania is for Dominic to have Ray on his shoulders and then give him the thumbs up and the thumbs down <laughs> and then electric chair him, and then we can get the rivalry uh, and Dominic can break out like that would be. They—they they have to. They okay. They have yes, but they have to win the belts first. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's more dramatic, like especially if should, it happens right after they win together. the belts. Or they yeah, you know, a, give them a run they need a and then short let it run. fall apart. Yeah, and, and let the cracks course, start to show. Of yeah. course, he, he turns into a, a, an asshole heel. Well, he yeah, has to because uh, Rey Mysterio can't put him on his shoululders. So that's the only way it can yeah. go. And he, and he, like, he goes back and he's like, Eddie was my father. Do yeah. all that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he could play into that, or even of just course. you know, if they want to be a little ambiguous and say Ray's not really my father, if they don't want to necessarily bring up Eddie, which I would understand, but it's the well, same thing. Uh, absolutely going to bring that up again. If they, yeah, if they I, go they, that they, route, of course, they, they yeah. kind of yeah, I, it's been alluded to in the Seth Rollins thing, so you're right, it's, it's probably going to come yeah. up again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there we go. That's fast lane. Uh, you know, like I think we're going into this with low expectations, Dan, we're not expecting to, you know, as much as I joke, we're not going to get match of the year out of Alexa and uh, Randy. Like it's not going to happen, but you know, if Apollo gets a belt, if Bray shows up, you know, if there's some interesting stuff in the Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan program, even if it doesn't really change the main event all that much, I think I'd be okay with this. Like, I think we know what this is. It's a beta test for uh, Peacock and launching that in the U S and Fair enough. Like I, I, you know, what could like, and we, you know, since we have time, what could they have really put on this show that would have tangibly, you know, what, what they could have done is they could have had the raw women's title somewhat sorted out here, but there's a lot of questions about that because they seem to have moved away from Asuka. They pulled Charlotte off the poster for mania after the Andrade thing, where he apparently asked for his release. So I, oh. I, think, I think realistically they don't know what they want to do with that title which is why they haven't done anything. But geez, you could have just went Oscar Rhea Ripley. You could have easily built that program for Fastlane and then have Rhea come into Mania as the, as the champion only to have to take down Charlotte again or vice versa. Have Charlotte as a champion only for Rhea Ripley to rise up again. I think they, they probably will plant the seed the night after, but I think that you know a potential women's title change would have been a big deal to put on this show, but they're probably just going to get lazy and give us a triple threat at Mania, if not a single match Maybe. and keep Rhea till the night after Mania, which would be way too long. She's done nothing since the Rumble. They might hold off on both of them. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, where does where do you really see Charlotte fit into all this? Uh, I, 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 at this point, I think she just has to be there when Rhea wins the title. I think that's where Charlotte is. I don't is. think they're going to punish her for Andrade. I, I, don't, I don't think so. But what I could see, and, and I'm just speculating here, of course, maybe given the thing with Andrade, she just decided to take some time off. Maybe she said, you know what? I'm going to take some time off. Spend it with my guy. Now? 
Now like, she's now is not the time. No, I know, but maybe, maybe like I'm trying to, because they're the WWE is never going to let Charlotte Flair go. They are no, never going to let her follow Andrade to AEW. Like even if Hell you get no. a, a Miro Lana situation, and I really don't want to. She's a priority. Like, yeah, she's she in the is top ten priorities. And they've Roman Reigns her. Like they have pushed her to the moon. You know, which is appropriate. No, she's in the top ten of their people that they that they're going to hold on to. Yeah, a hundred percent. And like, let's let's be honest. It wasn't long ago that Sasha Banks didn't want to come back to work for this company. So as great as Sasha is right now, I'm sure there's doubts in the back of their mind as to, is this the person we really want to build our women's division around long-term or do we just ride this out until we can push Charlotte above her again uh, or portray Charlotte as the bigger champion, which I think is part of their thinking. And, you know, even the Oscar thing, I think they've stumbled into it during the pandemic and now they've very much cooled on it because, you know, they haven't really given Oscar much mic time. They haven't given her much TV time. They're, you know, as soon as Bianca picked Sasha, her title has become so irrelevant. Like, I honestly think they put more time into Reginald and Nia than they have than Asuka. And look, I find that hilarious, but it's like perversely hilarious, not like the hilarious they're going for. Like, I'm not even really sure what they're going for. I think they're trying to tell a serious story and we're just sitting there laughing at them going, you guys aren't going to show us. Like, are you still showing us Reginald's suit shopping? Like you're still doing that as opposed to us saying, wow, what a beautiful love story. And, you know, I really hate Nia Jax because she found love. I don't know. I I honestly don't even know what they're trying to accomplish with the Reginald thing. Like the guy should be on 205 Live. He should not be arm candy at this point. But hey, before we go, Mm. let's talk about the real face of the women's division. Dr. Britt Baker. DMD. How was that on Wednesday? How did you enjoy that? You know me, and and, and because of this, I'm going to bring up Monsoor's undefeated streak after. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Look, I'm not big on the gore, but I have to admit, her and Thunder Rosa are amazing amazing workers, and I'm proud of them for giving a women's match uh, the main event spot. I think that was a big step. That's certainly one of the best women's matches they've done, and I can give them this they now have a women's division that is booked better than raw. I can't really say that about SmackDown or NXT, but you know, they've finally been able to chip away at that almost monopoly WWE has had on women's wrestlers. So I will give them a lot of credit. Um, The fact that neither of these women, she's come a long way very quickly. eh? Yeah, no, I have to give Baker a lot of credit because the early days, and I'm sure we either talked about this or I did a solo podcast on this, the early days of, of Baker being on commentary and, just just not doing it. And even some of her very early promos just didn't do it. And even... No, I agree. Even that talk show she did on Dark didn't really do it. You know, like, this is not but now been, she's doing it in the ring now. Yeah, she's doing it in the ring. The Reba thing is great. She can... I, I think they found a good spot where they use her just enough for promos where she comes across well and interesting. I think it's a very... very like, I think what we learned from whatever the hell her talk show was called, The Waiting Room, you've got to be very, very careful. You've got to use her in the right spot. Like her panic when she had the Thunder Rosa match confirmed was great. Her doing a talk show and also having to get over uh, Red Velvet and Jade was not good. That was just a hot mess. And it was just, you know, Red Velvet's not really like, 
at least Baker is a good character, but you have to use her selectively to keep the aura around that character. Because if you go too far down the comedy or too much into her stuff with Reba, uh, you know, you just, it, it just goes away. And I think they're, I think they finally figured it out. So I'm hoping, and again, for me, it was a little bit too graphic, but it was good. I can't sit here and tell you it wasn't It great. was, it was hard. Like there was parts that I was covering my eyes. It was hard to watch. Yeah, like, 100%. Legit, I was like, ah. All right, but now before we go, we will leave you with the hottest wrestler of the last maybe 10, 20 years, Mansoor. His winning streak is well above 40. Uh, he's doing it on main event. He's doing it on 205 Live, and that is it. He is not allowed to go on better shows. But he well, is why, winning. Why, why wouldn't they put him on Raw? I, I, think, I think they want to basically use their terrible shows to give this guy a Goldberg-like winning streak so that – Goldberg is in wrestling in Saudi Arabia. This guy's going into Saudi Arabia with a win streak. And uh, like, I, I, I sort of applaud it, but have him, have him beat Goldberg. I I really don't never want to see Goldberg fight again, but yeah, that would be a way to go. Um, You make a good point. Could you transplant this onto NXT and very, very slowly have this guy go through the Cameron Grimes and the, you know, the uh, Austin theories and just sort of the lovable losers of NXT. And then maybe, you know, maybe he shocks a Bronson Reed once in a while. And you're just like, wow, this guy's really on a roll. And then you can just keep him hot. But I think the problem is they don't want to put the North American title on this guy. They definitely don't want to put the NXT title on this guy. They can't put the Intercontinental title on this guy. They would be better off if he was the U S champion, as much as I enjoy Riddle and Ali, like, I actually think there's a better storyline there as opposed to, you know, Ali's disenchantedness with idiots and Riddle being a stoner. They actually have a better storyline with Mansoor being this new American who's on a winning streak and just loves everything WWE. Like I actually think, yes, if you put him on raw, you, you know, you got a three hour show. He's got a lot of room to work his way up the card and be a U.S. champion. And like, you know, when you go back to Saudi and this guy comes in with the U S title, like well, that yeah. would be beautiful. But I think the problem is they don't know when they're going back and they'll go back as soon as they can, but they don't know when they're going back. So they've got this guy pretty much on ice because, you know, I haven't even watched main event yet this week, but it's such an afterthought, but certainly I give them credit for not just giving them the winning streak, but keeping it in storyline because it is happening in the background. And, you know, to be fair, it's a lot like what you would see on AEW dark with, you know, SCU, or, you know, another, you know, or Sean Spears, I think they've probably pinched that from AEW, to be quite honest with you, because, you know, this kind of stuff wasn't happening before. You weren't seeing people rack up wins on main event or 205 Live, um, you know, like it just wasn't happening. So I, I'll give AEW at least a hockey assist on that one. For sure. Like, I never hear about the results of main events on Raw or SmackDown. They don't, they don't even, do they even promote them? No, do, no, do they even never. promote main event on Raw or SmackDown? Nope, I don't think it's ever been mentioned. So at least I know what's kind of what when people are having matches on Dark, even though I don't watch it. Yeah, you get the ticker. At least. They recap it, right? And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Well, okay. and even the Dark thing, uh, not to get too far into this because we're getting to the end of the podcast here, but even with Dark, they, they give you the ticker. But man, if they did a nice video recap or if they would take a clip and say, hey, um, uh, QT Marshall is having troubles with, uh, you know, Dustin 
And on dark, we saw more of that. Here's a little clip. Yes, or they should show they, some angles from dark. Even if they talked it in a bit more. And Especially I, when it bleeds over to dynamite. And we're yeah, like, I don't know natural, what this is about. But yeah, yeah, there's I, natural connections. And I think the problem is too, as you know, whether, you know, Elevation, I believe, debuted this Monday. Uh, you've got that. And that, because of Paul White, feels like a whole new thing. Like that's in its own universe almost. But it's essentially, you know. But it looks of, exactly the same. It looks exactly the same, but it's like you're starting all over again because one of the voices is just totally new to all of this. So the records carry over and some of the stories are carrying over, but there's very little world building between all these shows and even just a a tacit acknowledgement beyond the records and a ticker, like beyond numbers and graphics would be very helpful because on one hand, they assume you are doing this homework basically, but they don't give you credit or make it easy if you don't. And that's a very weird place for all this to be. They've also like to that point, they've stopped showing us the rankings, which they reference. They reference the rankings, but they don't show us them anymore. Like I have to go out of my way to look for this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I, I think, I think what they've realized, whether it be through signings like Christian cage or, you know, through, issues with the pandemic where they didn't have wrestlers when they thought they would have them. I think they've realized that as much as they want that real sports feel, they have to start to stretch that a bit because if they hold themselves to those rankings, it is just going to expose story plot holes. Um, and you know, not to say there aren't plot holes already. Um, but I think that's part of it as well. But look, I would, I agree with you. I would like to see them, you know, use that more because that's a point of difference. Just like, you know, the, the time limit thing has really become non-existent. Like, you'll hear the time limits, but they don't really factor into matches. Like you very rarely, rarely. yeah, you very rarely will see a match come down to a yeah. wire or a draw or like any sort of pressure around the time limit. So, and it's ridiculous. Like, on document, this, I forget what it was. There, there was. The match before the Lights Out match it started at 9.25. Mm-hmm. They said, it's a 20-minute time limit. I go, is it? Really? So we're not going to the we're going to miss the whole lights out match is that what you're if this goes long so like when they do that it's like come on yeah it's i don't know i've never been big on it uh i did enjoy when jr was confused when they told him there was 10 minutes left in the match like it was worth it for that alone but uh it's yeah it's an interesting thing and i think their product you know much like you know i sort of alluded to the mansoor thing in wwe changing their product uh and in the case of ben carter changing his name recently on nxt uk you know, oh, what do they call him now? Frazier something. I don't even know. It's real. I, I, I swear they signed him and then AW found out and then they filed a complaint and they're like, oh, we can't use his name. And they tried to kayfabe, pass it off in storyline where they said, new name, new attitude, or I need a new name for my new attitude. It's like, that's not how that works. Like, yeah. So that was weird. Um, and certainly, you know, Ben Carter, NXT UK, it's not really been the game changer I would have hoped. Although, you know, I, I don't know if there was real, like at least he's got a, like, you know, if he wants to be in the UK and he wants to be part of the mix, like he's got a regular spot there and he's quite good. So, you know, not the worst. Uh, yeah, Dan he chose, he chose that path. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, and you can't blame a guy for wanting to go home. And if you grew oh. up watching WWE, pretty understandable. Um, but we will watch Fastlane. Uh, we went with the preview instead of the uh, extra because eh, it's all predictable. Anyways, Dan, we will reconvene Prior to WrestleMania, jeez, um, I think we will try to preview. Like, I'll, I'll figure it out because there's also the NXT thing, so we may have to do 
a super preview podcast that does all the NXT stuff and all the WrestleMania stuff. Um, I'll have to figure that out because if you've seen the calendar for WrestleMania week, it is ridiculous. Um, and yeah, give me, give me a heads up. Like I'll get a refresh on my NXT. So essentially, um, just for anyone who doesn't know, you've got Raw, you've got Smack, you've got all the regular stuff. NXT will be doing two nights uh, over that week. I believe the Tuesday and the Wednesday or the Wednesday and the Thursday. And on top of that, you've got the Hall of Fame the other night. Uh, oh, there's gosh, an yes. NXT UK thing one day. Uh, and of course, the two-day WrestleMania. So it'll be a week, w- which is jam-packed with wrestling. And, and I'm sure, Dan, already with this new AEW elevation, um, there's too much wrestling as it is. So it'll be a cluster, yep. you know what, of wrestling. So. Okay, my friend. Well, uh, we'll whatever that is, we'll figure out how to talk about all of that. If you have any ideas, tweet me at Blalvi87. I'm going to need them. Thanks for listening. I've been Blalvi That's Daniel Shahori, and this is The Express. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. 